I'm Christina. And this is Erin. And you're listening to Something to Wag About. Can you hear me when I put the coffee cup down? Yeah. I need like soft coasters. I could use any coaster. (laughs) Well, I refinished the top of my desk and my kitchen table. So uh, now I'm a grown up and I use coasters. Ooh, getting fancy. (laughs) Yeah, we just wait till you come over and there's rules. (laughs) Oh, man. We might not be able to be friends anymore. (laughs) Uh, What do you want to talk about today? He's friendly. (laughs) So did you have a negative emotional response to that? Always. Every time I hear that word. (laughs) I would like to talk about how we handle running into off-leash dogs that uh, might not be under control by their owners uh, when we're out walking our dogs. Awesome. I love this topic because I think it's super relatable and living in Victoria and anybody listening who lives here uh, knows that this is something we pretty much run into every day. Uh, and it's super easy to get frustrated, but I think to start this topic off, it's important to note maybe why it is that people feel the need to always be saying he's friendly when your dog's running up to someone. Well, that's a great um, question, actually. So I believe that when people are yelling out, he's friendly, it often comes from a place of anxiety because they can't call their dog back. They don't have a reliable recall on their dog for coming away from people or other dogs. And rather than look stupid by calling him and calling him and the dog not coming back, or rather than trying to run up and catch the dog, which, you know, dogs are faster than us. So they, they won't get there in time. They just yell out, he's friendly and hope it all goes well because usually it does. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. So I think our audience is likely in the camp of understanding that it's not super helpful or appropriate to allow your dog to run up to strangers without first getting explicit permission. So I don't want to focus on that too much. What I want to talk about is how we as people that are having the dogs run up to us, uh, how we deal with the situation to minimize the damage and to um, move forward in a productive way. Pretty much maybe talking about other options rather than just uh, yelling at the person with their dog to come get their dog or my dog needs space, that there's other options we can do to keep the situation positive for both for both our dogs and, and the other people as well. Yeah, I think it, because a lot of times we see these dogs coming at us and we feel anxiety or we're afraid or we're frustrated that this off-leash dog isn't under control and might be running up to our anxious dog or we might be feeling anxious or the dog might, we might have a reactive dog and this isn't an ideal scenario for us. So our frustration being human often comes out as anger. We become angry with the other person or the other dog. And that's really uh, not helpful at all to anybody, but it's also can make a lot of situations worse. Absolutely. Um, Especially because our dogs are so good at picking up on our emotions and that feeds into how they may react. So we kind of talked about quickly about 
maybe how we shouldn't handle those situations, what is it that we can do to help make the outcome of these situations as best as possible? Well, the first thing I do is when I see the dog coming, I have very short um, sequence that I will say to the person. I, I'm not going to give them a full explanation. My dog's uh, rescue or was beat up or whatever. I'm not going to give them that whole scenario about what's going on. I'm just going to pick a couple of words. And the phrase I use is not friendly. Um, I'll yell that out to the person in a happy tone. And hopefully they hear that and call their dog. And if they don't, then my next approach is to deal with the dog in front of me. So I can evaluate the dog coming at me. I can say, is this a friendly dog? Is this going to go okay? I might send my friendly dogs. I have two, one's reactive and one's not. So I might send my reactive dog out to say hi to that dog as a buffer if it looks like that is indeed a friendly dog. <laughs> Did you guys catch that? I meant to say I'd send my friendly dog out as a buffer and I would keep my reactive dog close. Erin uh, and I didn't catch that. I hope you guys did. The other thing is I'll do is I will grab a handful of cookies. And as soon as that dog starts approaching, I will, firstly, I'll put my hand on uh, in my dog's collars or harnesses. And then I'll take that handful of cookies and throw it at the other dog. And hopefully that is enough of a, a, a surprise to the dog that they stop and start eating. And I can take my dogs and meander along and the owner has time to catch their dog. I think those are awesome things we can do. And I just, I really want to quickly point out the not saying too many words, because I feel like we're all in that situation where we feel just like how the people need to say he's friendly because that relieves some of their anxiety. You know, as an owner of reactive dogs, sometimes we feel the need to put an explanation behind why our dog isn't friendly or get into a novel uh, mm -hmm. about why they need space. Uh, but really all that people need to know is that my dog might react to your dog in his space. So something like you say is easy as not friendly. I usually do the same. I usually say she's not friendly and that's it. I, there's no more explanation really needed. That's all the people need to know. What do you think though, in terms of throwing food at the dog, if potentially you have a dog that might get even more aggravated because now there's also food on the ground well I won't throw food until I have my hand in my dog's collar so that I gotcha. can move my dog along that's definitely right. a concern you don't want a strange dog and your dog now um, scavenging speedily for food because that, that could go sideways real fast <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah and once I've got the scenario kind of under control I might even depending on the dog uh, I have been known in the past to slide my hand into the other person's dog and then just spin them around in a 180. So they're facing their owner. So I'll have my little one who doesn't like dogs in her space. And I'll have that dog each by their collars, each facing away from each other. <laughs> and that if you can um, get adept at that sliding your hand in their collar and turning them for a 180, that usually makes dogs kind of pause for a second and go, what the because that's not what they're accustomed to happening when they run up to people. Um, then I'll start conversing with the owner. I'll be like, do you have any cookies? I'll give them hints as to what um, tools might help them in the future. Or do you have your leash handy? And hopefully they're um, 
scampering all the way over now so that they can control their dog themselves. And I really like how you worded those. It's not telling them what to do. You're just making suggestions, which keeps the whole scenario. You're not being commanding in any way. You're keeping the tone a little light and just making suggestions so that the owner can still make their own decisions. But, you know, perhaps this is some feedback they can take to improve outcomes in the, in the future. (laughs) Well, I don't know about you, but I don't like when I'm in a tense situation and I feel embarrassed that my dog isn't recalling to me. I certainly don't like strangers telling me what I should and shouldn't do. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So we have to keep in mind that the people, these are pet people in general, average pet owners, they don't have the history of dog training that we have or dog experience. A lot of our people listening will be sport dog people. And these are just people who got a dog and they are doing the best they can with the knowledge they have and with what their perception of the world. And we don't need to come in all harsh and angry. That's not going to help them make better choices. It's not going to help the whole picture, but we can come in with uh, compassion and understanding and try to be helpful more so than um, punitive because we don't when we're feeling frustrated or anxious as humans that that is a side that often comes out it is absolutely and and ultimately what our goal is for that uh, because what's I mean maybe if you go to the same place all the time you may be running into these same people but I mean I don't I don't even remember the people that I see often on hikes so ultimately trying to give someone advice while we're in the situation. Yeah, it, it absolutely might affect what they do next time. But ultimately what our goal is, is to have positive experiences we can in that specific situation and getting argumentative, as you've said, doesn't help anyone, which <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you start getting commanding, some people really take that negatively and they'll take that as an opportunity to get into a bit of a fight or just say some harsh words back to you, which then everybody leaves not, not feeling great about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I get like that, then I spend the next two days thinking about all the things I said wrong or should have exactly. said, or, and that, that doesn't help anybody. Exactly. So it's much better if we can reframe that as a, a not a place to be angry. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel frustrated, but it's not helpful to project that out towards the average dog owner who's just at walking their dog. And, and we want them to be at walking their dog. Um, we would mm-hmm. like them to maybe listen to a podcast on um, how to teach a good recall. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we don't want them to feel anxious about walking their dog. We want them to get out there and have a good time and bond and exercise their dogs. Absolutely. Us dog trainers know how hard it is sometimes to to just encourage people to do that. So we don't want to give them another reason to not be walking their dogs. And, you know, the, the people who do have reactive dogs, it is on us that we, we have a reactive dog. So we have to make sure that when we're out walking them in the world, running into other dogs is just part of life. And we need to make sure that we have the tools. We are the ones with the reactive dogs. We know that they're not always going to have this perfect little shield around them. Um, And we need to make sure we have some tools to be able to handle these situations. And you've given some great ones. I'm wondering, are there any specific things we can perhaps train our dogs to help in situations where maybe there's a dog running up to them? 
Yes, I actually trained two specific behaviors for this scenario. One is uh, I train my dogs to hop up on things, hop up on a rock, hop up on a tree stump, hop up on anything in the environment. And that just gets them kind of up and out of the way. And it makes it easier for me to then insert myself between my dog and the oncoming dog. And the second one I teach um, is peekaboo. So when the dog goes between my legs, kind of with their shoulders and head between my knees, and that just allows me to shield my dog a little bit better from the oncoming dog. I think uh, jump into your arms could be another one, depending on the size of your dog. That's definitely one I use for a little Riker. Uh, I just want skills for my dog that they are going to um, move in a way that allows me to put myself between them and the oncoming dog. Absolutely. I mean, not only is jumping on things a great skill for reactive dogs to get them out of the way, but it's also just, I, I love training for my dogs. It's super fun. Um, great pictures. <laughs> great pictures is very important. We get great pictures out of uh, stationing our dogs on things. Um, and I also like, I, I like to teach my dogs to uh, jump into arms it's a, it's a great way to get them out of the picture. Yeah. You're probably not going to do that. If you have a hundred pound dog, that might be a bit <laughs> of a challenge, but, um, all of these things definitely can help just keep everyone safe in those situations. So I guess in summary, the point is, uh, I love your points there is that if you own a reactive dog, or if you yourself are anxious about dogs, you don't know, and that's fair enough, then it is still on us to prepare ourselves and our dogs for the world that we live in. And the world that we live in has off-leash dogs. That is not going to change. Getting angry about it isn't going to change it. And our job is to prepare our dogs for all the things in lives. Just like we prepare them for vet visits and we prepare them to get their nails trimmed and we prepare them to walk on a leash. Those are things the dog needs to learn how to do. And so is um, running into the odd off-leash dog. And once we take responsibility for that and make a plan for that, I think it will alleviate some of the frustration and the anxiety that we feel when we see those scenarios unfolding in front of us. 